Hello, and welcome to another episode of Money Talks 50 Plus. My name is Rebecca Pearl. I am the Senior Program Analyst with AARP Elderwatch, and I am also your host of Money Talks 50 Plus. I'm thrilled to be here today to talk about creating and sticking to a budget. I hope you enjoy and learn a lot. So before we get into the nitty gritty, AARP Elderwatch is a 20-year partnership with the Colorado Attorney General's Office. We do education and outreach just like this across Colorado, virtual and in person. We have a volunteer staffed fraud victim support helpline. So if you or someone you know is a victim of a fraud or scam, you can feel free to get in touch with us and we are happy to provide it assistance that is required. We also have a peer-to-peer financial counseling program that can help with anything from finances after the loss of a loved one to caregiving finances. And our phone number is 800-222-4444, option number two. That is the best way to get in touch with us. So just before we get started, let's talk about inflation a little bit um, because this does factor into all of the budgeting that um, can possibly occur. Inflation is at an all-time high, um, as we all know and we feel on a day-to-day basis, Um, but it has slowed down a little bit. Prices of eggs, hotel room, event tickets, and healthcare continue to be on the rise, but inflation is, again, slowing down, and the Federal Reserve, I believe, is meeting today to take more action towards making sure that there isn't a full-blown recession. Um, so they may try to, they may hike interest rates again. That That is something that's been happening for a bit of time. So anything that um, has an interest rate with it, we, we're seeing higher prices. So that's, you know, housing, um, cars, et cetera. Um, and just c- keep a close eye on the stock market, markets for homes and cars before purchases. Um, And be sure to pay attention and price increases from week to week as well. So what's a budget? A budget is a plan you write down to decide how you spend money each month. And this makes sure that you'll have enough money from month to month. Um, And without a budget, the risk of running out of money before the end of the month does increase. Budgets help us decide what we must spend money on, if we can spend less money on some things and more money on other things. And your budget may also show that you spend $100 on clothes every month. And then you can decide, okay, I can spend half of that and use the rest of the money to pay bills or save for something else. Why should we save? Well, I call these the three E's. Emergencies, Saving small amounts of money now can help later. Everyone runs into unexpected expenses. I just had an unexpected expense that I ran into. And luckily, um, I did have enough money that I uh, had saved over time in my emergency fund that went towards it. So I didn't have to take out uh, you know, a new credit card or a loan or anything like that to try to cover it. Expensive purchases, sometimes expensive purchases like a car trip or security deposit are necessary and you have more options, the more money you have saved. And then the last one, I guess this is half an E, a nest egg, making sure that you have a comfortable retirement can be as easy as putting money away today. Building your budget is as easy as gathering your bills and pay stubs and thinking about how you want to spend your money besides paying bills. When you have your bills and pay stubs, write down your expenses. An expense is money you spend. Write down how much money you make. That's your income. Subtract your expenses from how much money you make. And then if that number is less than zero, you're spending more money than you make. Look for things in your budget that you can change and try to tweak that so that it's at a more even level. 
There are nine wealth building principles that I like to keep in mind, especially when talking about budgeting and saving, setting clear financial goals both in the short term and long term, save by paying yourself first from paycheck from your paycheck, pay your credit card balances in full each month. This is really important that you don't get hit with that extra interest and you're able to pocket more money in the future. Spending less than you earn is going to be key. Participating in a retirement plan is also a great way to save money for that nest egg in the future. Take full advantage of any retirement plan matching that might occur. Pay off your home before retirement. If this is a possibility, this is everything. Um, then you can use that to either downsize to a smaller place when it's necessary or have um, some added income if anything goes wrong. Be patient when investing for the long term. This takes time. Your money will go up and down, but be patient and that will be the best key. Um, and live every day that knowing that your financial future is under control. Calculate your net worth um, by calculating up your assets. So monetary assets are going to be cash, tax refund, money owed to you by others. Tangible assets are cars, motorcycles, boats, bikes, house, condo, mobile home, any electronics, personal property like jewelry, furs, tools, and clothing, and other big ticket items. And then your investment assets will be stocks, bonds, mutual funds, gold, partnerships, art, 401ks, IRAs, and life insurance. Calculate your liabilities. This is going to be things that you're spending money on, loans, credit card balances, other open-ended credit obligations, unpaid professional services, unpaid taxes, past due rent, and long-term liabilities will look more like auto loans, real estate mortgages, student loans, home equity loans, and other outstanding loans. Assets subtracted by your liabilities is going to give you your net worth. This is how much you're worth in general. So this is taking all of the things that make you money, subtracting them by the things that uh, take your money away. And then that gives you a full picture of how much you are worth as a whole. There are multiple different ways you can budget and the envelope method is going to be the cash-based approach that uses categories and has spending limits for the week or month. The receipt method is collecting all your receipts for one month to set baseline amounts for each category and then adjusting those baseline amounts for whatever fits your situation. And then you collect receipts afterward to make sure you're hitting your spending goals. And then the 50, 30, 20 uh, budgeting um, tactic is going to be 50% allocated to necessities, 30 to wants, and 20 to debt repayment and savings. And then zero based is monthly income used as a baseline. And then each dollar is spent intentionally until there is zero dollars left. And that includes saving and paying off loans as well. So you can budget paycheck to paycheck. This uses your payday as a timeline for your budget. When your pay comes in, the cycle starts over. Weekly is going to be budgeting for expenses that you anticipate having to cover during the week. You can pick any day of the week for your week to start, but plan about a, a day or so before for this to um, work the most effectively. And then monthly uses expenses from the previous month as a baseline, plans your expenses for the upcoming month, and then how you anticipate reaching savings goals. Long term, this is going to be for those larger ticket items, um, one to 10 years in the future, what you want your finances to look like. Um, and this includes big purchasing decisions as well as long term debt management. 
Make the most of your savings by deciding where you want to save. Do you want to save in a bank, a credit union, a ROSCA, an investment fund, all of the above, one or a few of these things, and then create a goal to work towards that is specific, accessible, and time-bound. Decide how much you want to save and how often, and then assess the obstacles that may stand in your way of achieving that goal. Determine what steps you need to take to achieve your goal and how long each step will take to complete. There are multiple multiple different ways you can budget. Online is one of the fastest growing ways that people are budgeting. And there are various websites you can use. NerdWallet, you need a budget and bucks for some of these even uh, connect to your bank accounts or already existing financial accounts to give you like a more full financial picture. Um, and then there's various apps that do the same thing. Mint, your bank branch or credit union may have their own app and then PocketGuard as well. My personal favorite is using a spreadsheet. I like putting all of my income and all of my expenses in a spreadsheet, having the spreadsheet software do that math for me, and then deciding um, what needs to be tweaked on a month-to-month -month basis. If you have to budget with loved ones, try to discuss financial care openly and long before it's necessary. Be upfront about income, debts, and expenses. Find a platform that works for all relevant parties to collaborate on budgeting, savings, and other aspects of financial management, and create a budget that reflects the contributions that all parties involved can make. Here is a list of resources. There's the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau budgeting page. It's great. I would recommend checking that out. AARP has a full, very extensive list of resources and their own money management guide. That's at aarp.org backslash money. Give us a call. We're happy to help with budgeting and savings plans, 800-222-4444, option number two. And then Stop Fraud Colorado is going to have your most up-to-date resources on uh, fraud and um, fraud prevention in Colorado. And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks so much for joining us today.